You're listening to the Going Offsides podcast. Your home for lacrosse news, stories, and everything in between. Big news. Big news today, buddy. Wake up and get a couple text messages letting me know that this is about to go, you know, public and 10 a.m. I mean, a couple people leaked it early, but as of 10 a.m. officially from the league, the National Lacrosse League, a.k.a. the NLL, is has signed a TV deal or a broadcast deal that is going to broadcast every single game on ESPN Plus or one of the major broadcast stations in the ESPN network. It's just, this is massive. Massive for the sport. We've interviewed, what, five to ten guys from the NLL? And every Mm -hmm. time we've said the exact same thing. I hope you guys, and I, I, I should go cut up some clips. I hope you guys get a good TV deal that, like, does your league justice. And because mm-hmm. we, we knew that that's what's going to take it to the next level, a good TV deal. You know, it started with the TSN deal for the Canadian rights. I have to, I haven't talked, we need to talk to Nick about it. But I, I believe that that TSN, TSN deal set the benchmark for what regular mainstream broadcast rights are going to be. And ESPN came in there and I'm going to go out on a limb and use some, you know, sports expertise here to say that ESPN got a discounted rate to TSN only because of the volume that they're going to be able to provide from a subscription base. More people will watch on ESPN than TSN. That's just math, you know, population math, all that stuff. But I do believe that no matter what, this is massive. And when Nick says that 60% of the, the league's revenue comes from media and sponsorship, that means revenues are going to be going up because two years ago they were playing on Bleacher Report. And before that, they were on NLL TV. And before that, they were on Fox Sports Go and ESPN3 when they were lucky. So as Nick said in one one of the articles that I've read, in five years, look at, you know, how far we've come from occasionally randomly being put on TV to having every single game accessible to every single person that wants to watch it. Well, and I think um, from a viewership standpoint, I mean, if you just really just think about it from a sense that, um, you know, lacrosse is one of the fastest growing sports at the youth level. And how do most people um, get ESPN plus? Most people do get ESPN plus because they bundled it with Hulu and Disney plus. Right. So you are going to see when you open up your Hulu, you're going to see an NLL game right on the ticker, right? When you open it up for sports. So I think you're going to, there's going to be more, ex, more accessibility and it's going to be easily um, more accessible uh, for, you know, just the everyday fan, just for people that are just looking for something to watch. So um, I think you're going to get a lot of casual fans that can just stumble across the game. Um, and, and I think this is just what the sport needs to, um, expand in the U.S. markets. I mean, Saturday night in a bar, there's no basketball, yeah. there's no hockey, no local hockey. You're going to, for the first time in the States, you're going to see bars somewhere playing NLL games on the TVs during peak drinking hours. You're going to get fans that didn't know that they were fans. You're going to get high school field players in the States that didn't have a lot of box experience, but they're going to see it and be like, I know a little bit about this. I love this. 
it, there's so much good that comes from this. Yeah, and I hope it, it's, it's not just the franchise values. I hope it trickles down to the players and it's going to add, you know, hopefully this is a big piece for them as well in compensation, at least over time, because this opens the door for that. And part of me has to think ESPN is making moves here. And there's another pro lacrosse league that needs to lock down its TV deal. Is ESPN making the play for it? They, they said several times with the hardcore intense audience that's already used to streaming like the NLL is. That's part of the reason they went after the content. And you know who mirrors that exact profile are PLL fans that are hardcore and already used to streaming on Peacock. Yeah. Do we do we see them go back? I mean, when the merger happened, you and I both kind of thought maybe part of this deal is because they want to get back to ESPN and the MLL had did for for lack of everything else, they had success getting onto ESPN in the beginning. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't know. I really don't know. I really like the product that they put um, put on NBC and everything like that. I think it's been really beneficial, um, you know, and, and I think part of that goes to, you know, the relationship that, you know, Paul and the uh, Paul Rabel and the, and the Rabels had with Billy Redman over at NBC and to get their foot in the door there. Um, you know, who knows if and, and here's the thing, too. They just put all the replays back on Peacock. So mm-hmm. who knows if there's could create a bidding war, which is what yeah. we've always wanted because now ESPN has hockey and you know NBC lost a lot of hockey maybe they're looking mm-hmm. for another I mean lacrosse by no means replaces hockey but they're going to look for a lot of things to combine to replace that and the PLO could be one of them yeah so we'll, we'll see what happens with that but either way huge news coming out of the NLL this morning late last night depending on on who you were and when you heard it but this this takes everything to the next level the values of the league the values of the teams hopefully compensation and the fact that a minimum of 10 games are going to appear on linear networks aka on normal cable television like espn or espn2 that's also huge because that's when you get those brand new fans i mean obviously fans of the sport in general are going to get espn plus and watch the games but those 10 linear games are the ones where you're going to be able to get a lot of new fans and i'm excited for it because i've always talked to my buddies like hey if you like this pll stuff but you're a huge hockey fan but you're a huge hockey fan get ready for nll but it's been so hard to show it to them because i'm not i'm just not watching a game on bleacher report i'm sorry i'm not yeah i'm just not so I'm not going out of my way. Like, like I said, like this somebody like me, I, I love easy. lacrosse. I love lacrosse. And if it's on TV, I'm going to watch it. Um, but I'm not like going out of my way. All right. To try and like, you had to go and find it. Now exactly. you don't necessarily have to go and find it. It'll anymore. be in your face a little bit more. Yeah. And that's not just good for us who want to watch it. Well, but it's think about, for the random but, fans, but think about a Saturday fans. Think about a Saturday in the spring where, you know, you can watch field lacrosse on a Saturday afternoon on ESPNU and then y- you can watch NLL games in the afternoon. Uh, I'm sorry, in the evening. Like, it, it's just there's just a lot lot to be happy about um, as a lacrosse fan, um, you know, and I think uh, sport it, of the it's, future. 
Yeah, they've been saying that for a really long time. So. <laughs> but it, the, the, now, correct me if I'm wrong, though. It actually feels like that now with with this going on, the PLL going on, the Olympic push going on. It does actually feel like we're we're making serious headway quickly. Like all the groundwork that's been laid for years and years and years, people saying that. I feel like this is a culmination of all of that, and we're we still yeah. have a long way to. Hey, we're we're at the mountaintop, and we're only halfway there. Let's uh, you know, let's just keep, but you know, let's celebrate the small victories and uh-huh. hope that it can continue to uh, develop because I, I think there's a lot of potential there. I think there's more potential in the professional indoor game than there is the professional outdoor game. Um, in terms of viewership and I think and, in the immediate future you're 100% right I think it takes know, I, a little I, while to catch up yeah absolutely I think it, you know I think um, and it's just the the business models are, are, are similar but very different and I think um, you know it just looks the the indoor game looks a lot a lot similar to a lot of people who've watched hockey before because it's in a hockey ring translate so yep so we'll see I mean um I think it's going to be great. And I think I'm interested to see, you know, how this um, helps or pushes, you know, the PLL's TV deal. Cause I think that's a great product that, yep. um, you know, they've had, it can only know, help. It can only yeah. help them get the best possible deal. And you have a lot of guys in the background that have an interest in both. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. There, there are but more I than think, a handful of guys that are invested in both leagues well, right now. I, I think now you're, 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 you're seeing a, a huge push to, um, you know, maybe now we're going to legitimize everything and have more full-time lacrosse players. But what I'm really excited about is, is you're going to get those, you're going to get those stud indoor players who are now going to be recognized as the stars that they are to the, you know, to the American everyday fan, Um, you know, because, you know, for as great as like, you know, people, you know, people know Lyle Thompson, the field lacrosse player they've not necessarily seen lyle thompson the box player and Mm -hmm. vice versa with some of those other guys um north of the border like it's gonna i think you're it's just gonna it's gonna help both Mm -hmm. leagues it's gonna help um across the board and 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 i think it's gonna showcase um the talent that isn't in the nl that is in the nll um because there is a wealth of talent there Mm -hmm. and to wrap all that up espn is going to announce and the nll is going to announce very soon which games we can expect to see on linear television. And again, that yeah, is don't expect, don't, as yo, ESPN rip, channels. And uh, got to put, put people in the stands if a, <laughs> if a Riptide game, a home Riptide game is going to be ESPN. And uh, the regular Family season begins with uh, Vancouver Warriors at San Diego Seals on Friday, December 3rd, followed by six games on Saturday, December 4th, which is you know the official opening weekend of the NLL. And we're also going to get the debut of the Panther City Lacrosse Club and the Philadelphia Wings rematch the calgary roughnecks and buffalo bandits in buffalo so it's going to be it's going to be a good opening weekend i'm very excited and i can't wait to watch it on you know like normal streaming apps and on my regular tv and i'm just just very excited very excited yeah it's gonna be great you're not gonna have to go onto the dark web to find an nll lacrosse game or watch it on twitter yeah pretty much so moving on and you know we've been talking about this big push for the Olympics. And so let's talk about sixes lacrosse for a second, because, you know, we had the big weekend where the world's best quote unquote world's best players, very, very talented players were playing sixes. 
And it was clear that the U.S. and Canada have have an edge at the moment. But I found I have a few thoughts, and then you can go ahead and comment. But despite who won, who lost, male or female, I did not really enjoy watching sixes the way that I enjoy watching lacrosse. And I've I try to be a very positive fan and want lacrosse to succeed in every way possible. But I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I enjoyed watching that. Uh, it was at some points confusing because when there was a goal that maybe isn't a goal, you know, some kind of contested situation, you don't really know what's happening until the goalie picks the ball up and throws it the other way. And then I didn't know if it was a crease violation or if it was a good goal and he was just picking up to start play again. So I think that's a mechanic that can be adjusted, right? Like if you step in the crease while scoring, like, and if you don't see the referee on camera very clearly, it's happening so fast. Like even, even if it is a goal or a penalty or just a violation, it's happening so fast. I almost think that having the world's best players play it made it look less accessible to other countries that are trying, like they can never keep up that pace or that speed. And I think it looks less accessible. I think on paper sixes is a great idea for developing newer countries for making lacrosse you know, not need as much equipment, not need as many players, all of those things, not needing as much of a field. Like you, you like you're probably going to bring up being shorter game times to fit into a one hour time slot. I think a few things need to be adjusted. And one thing for me that could quickly and easily be adjusted is just a mechanic. And that would be that after any goal, the goalie just throws it to any teammate below GLE and we get a quick whistle and that restarts play. And that gives us just enough time to kind of catch up, know what's going on, make it very clear when a possession starts and ends. And that, that's just me personally. I think you have your own thoughts. I'm going to let you spit those out. That's one the way I think we could quickly improve it. And even if that slows the game down by like two to two to 5%, like I don't think that's going to hurt the game in any way. I think it's just going to make it a little bit easier to officiate a little easier to, I, I thought about it from an officiating and a broadcasting standpoint. And I thought, what a nightmare to try to keep up with this. I'll let you go. You know, um, it's like a tale of two weeks, right? Two weeks ago, they have the champion challenge. You know, you got UVA, you got Canada, you got USA. Um, and I thought that was a great. Um, Some of the best lacrosse I've display. watched in a long time. Yeah, I thought it was a great display of, you know, the best parts of the game. And then you fast forward a week and, you know, we're introduced to, you know, uh, a product that's very much a uh, work in progress. Um, you know, I, I, I don't hate it. Um, I'm not going to say I, I love it. I, I didn't dislike watching it. Cause I mean, listen, I feel like anytime you get an opportunity to watch lacrosse on TV and you, you get to see the sport grow and develop, I think it's a wonderful thing. Um, but like you said, I think there are some things, you know, they can make that game better. Um, honestly, you know, I felt like I was watching, um, you know, kind of a modified box drill in, um, in, in a college practice, um, which is fine. I think you can make that. I, 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 I think, you know, the argument that a lot of people had was, is like, you know, are, are we really willing to go to these lengths to just, you know, ensure that the game is going to be in the Olympics? Um, 
you know, and what are the Olympics going to look like? Well, guess what? The Olympics are going to look like what you saw on Saturday. The Olympics are going to look like what the world games looked like for, you know, the first 30, you know, or 40 years of the world games. Um, it's going to be Canada and, and the United States, you know, battling it out as, um, you know, the Haudenosaunee, um, you know, tinker with a couple of things. I think, you know, obviously, you know, on any given day, they can jump in and, and beat and we still got to get them in officially, which we haven't done exactly that either. Right. And where's, where's all the hubbub about that? People have gotten real um, quiet about that. And, and, and I think if they put their best group of players on there and it's, and it's a three horse race. Um, but I mean, the same thing is, is that like, um, you know, I, I made the comment to you that um, it, it's just, I, I don't know if I would have went this route. Um, I can understand why they went this route because it, it, it gives them a, a, a clearer path to the Olympics. I think shortening the games is smart because now you can fit into an hour time slot, um, you know, to, to help with that Olympic coverage, um, you know, but also too, like you've seen pretty much every sport at the Olympic level tinker with their rules a little bit. I don't know if they've ever really, if a lot of sports have ever really, I would, I, I probably is the only one I immediately think of. And I don't, I don't like the really, comparison really tinkered with the actual game. Like, you know, when you talk about ice hockey, you're talking about the size of the rink. You're talking about certain things like that. Um, you know, with lacrosse, they basically changed the, you know, they changed the, the, the modern game. They to took kind of the fit skills that. and they took yep. the bases of the game which we all think of as just West Jenny, more or less. Yeah. And th they took that part of it and turned it into a scorable drill. Um, I think I made the, did I tell, did I, did yeah. I, did I talk to you about it where I made the, yeah. the, um, the example that it's like futsal the soccer. Yep something like that. Um, I think over time, it's something that we're all going to have to get used to, but um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say I hated it. I'm not going to say I loved it. It's just different. My, you know, my pet peeve with it is, is that like, there are going to be a lot of the world's best players who are not going to be seen because, you know, this is a game that's catered to a specific type of player. You know, True. You're, True. You're, you're not going to see the world's best defenders. You're not going to see the world's best face-off guys. I mean, really, um, it's just midfielders and attackmen that have the ability to play a little defense. Mm -hmm. It's really all we're um, But with that being said, um, you know, I, I, I enjoyed the, the getting up and down. I enjoyed that sort of thing. Um, you know, what, what my suggestion, you know, is, you know, if you want to do your sixes, that's fine. You know tinker with the with the international rules a little bit because i think those uh, that needs to be really i mean addressed. can we just get one standard set of rules for yeah, why field not? period yeah, why not? from why not? high school all the way up through international because this is getting a little bit obscene where we have a shortage of referees at every single level yet we have a different set of rules at every single level and we wonder why so, I mean, that's a whole nother issue for another day. I mean, I'll, I'll leave it with my final thoughts. I, it looked like a, it looked like a heck of a lot of fun to play. Like I, I watched it. I was like, this would be a lot of fun to play, Yeah. but I'm not enjoying watching this because at some point it's, you know, and, and I'm in the minority here. I don't like watching pro basketball. And for a weird reason, I think there's too much scoring to the point where points 
become yeah, relevant. They don't play defense. Well, if it's 120 to 110, just fast forward to the fourth quarter and show me the 10 possessions that matter. You know what I mean? With yeah. with hockey, with with regular field lacrosse, with the NLL, with soccer and baseball, and pretty much every sport other than the NFL, where scores are generally underneath 20, the the each possession matters a bit more. And I just didn't yeah. feel like possessions mattered. Like if I go down by six, whatever, I'll come back at some point. And some people like that. I just, I don't know. I like, I like to value the possession a little bit more. And then the rule where you don't, where you shoot the ball and it's not closest to the ball when it goes out of bounds, it's just a turnover. That one, I don't know if it's just because we're regular lacrosse people, but that one bothers me. We're now, we're not rewarding people for shooting anymore. And I guess it's because you're going to have 50 more possessions in the game, but I still, yeah. I don't like, if, if they added that, you know what that would do? If they added the whistle rule back in, like the end line rule, it would create a little bit more, you know, competition below GLE, yeah. which right now is non-existent because everyone's bailing early to go play defense. Yeah, well, and listen, here's the thing. They're tinkering with it. I think you'll see a set of rule changes. Like, I'm not going to say I, I hated it. Um, I thought it was entertaining. Um, the one thing I will take away from it is, is that, like, it was really neat to see, um, you know, just how, you know, how much better, you know, all of these all, all of these players have gotten over the last little bit. I mean, you, you got to see a whole different set of, you know, guys that are in the mix for team USA, same thing with Canada, same thing with the Haudenosaunee. Um, you know, you're, you're starting to see, I mean, and it's just a trajectory that started, you know, in 2006 when, when Canada beat USA, like the gap mm. is closing. And I think that's so much fun. I think it's so, I think that's the real, um, I think that's the real, um, <clears throat> benefit of all of this and i think it's um that's what's gonna make like the evolution and like the next step for lacrosse like mm -hmm. you know it's not just a u.s dominated sport anymore yeah and, and i want to be very clear my critique is not with any players or coaches no, i loved what i heard about, yeah. about millman saying i don't know how to sub this so you know sub how you feel natural and i was like that's that's a, that's amazing like i love that yeah. touching point like you you guys feel what's natural we'll figure it out together because this is new to all of us. My mm -hmm. critique is simply with the structure yeah. and a couple of the mechanics. Not even yeah. with the idea. I love the idea behind all of I, this. But I, I, I need the structure to be adjusted and I need the mechanics to be adjusted. Yeah, make a couple of I think make yeah. a couple of tweaks and it's a great game. And I think you know, people, you know, the viewing people would get a would love it. Um, yeah. you know, I, we need some I, lacrosse diehards to get in there and and tinker with the engine a little bit and I, know, I think i think that I, i'm not saying all I, hope is lost or anything like that no. i'm not doing anything like that i'm just saying that i want some adjustments made yeah and i think a lot of the people that are you know complaining about it um you know they're also the same people that that hate the box game as well for whatever reason they just you know people complain to complain i think it can be a great product um but i'm, I'm in agreement with you there need to be some tweaks to make it a little bit more um, like a game atmosphere rather than, you know, kind of just rolling the ball out and playing. If that makes sense. hundred percent agree. And that's going to wrap it up for this week. We'll see what happens over the weekend, but you know, Hey, lacrosse is in a good spot overall. And I can't complain yeah. about that. Yeah, absolutely.
All right. Take it easy, Ryan. Hey, have a good one, buddy. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, give us a review, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Going Offsides. Sides.